everybody, and welcome to Teachers in the Dungeon. This is RPG Summer Camp Day 4. This is the conclusion, the end of the camp. You might hear the music in the background. We've exited the school. The children of all, the kids have all gone home, and we're just sitting here relaxing. I'm with yeah. Dan Ream. I've got Marcus Kugler back with us today, and first-time guest on Teachers in the Dungeon, I've got Jared Gross. Welcome, Jared. Hi, everybody. And Thanks I'm for say, having me. And I'm going to say Jared was with us all week as a celebrity, celebrity DM yes. in the afternoons, yep. running games uh, for our kids, and let's just say, I'm going to preview a little bit here, some really great comments from kids on the feedback. Yeah. Uh, on, so, well done. Thank you so much for helping us. My pleasure. It was a great time. It was a first-time DM. Um, it was really fun to work with your kids, and they were very enthusiastic participants. Yeah. So, th- well, again, thank you so much. So, what we want to do here is we're going to kind of recap the day because uh, we had a field trip today. It's a big day, and then kind of give the kids. The kids gave us some feedback, and uh, things are getting a little rowdy here. We'll see I know. how we'll oh my talk gosh. close to the mic. What happened? We it's been <laughs> quiet in here all this time, and then now we start the mic. Yeah, and well, we, it's we you, Tom. You yeah. you riled everybody up. Hey, you know, I just like a good party. <laughs> all right, a D and D party that is. All right, so. Um, so we started with a field trip. Yes. We did this field trip last year, yep. and one of the things we learned from last year is we needed to shorten it a little bit. Last year we spent the entire morning and lunch at Zeke's Comics and Games. Right. Which is not a comment on Zeke's. It's a no. comment on what high school kids' attention spans are like. <laughs> so, yes, we uh, we went there, and once again, Zeke and his uh, business partner, Ryan Calhoun of Cephalopod Studios, were there to provide free minis and paint for kids to try their hand at another hobby connected with D&D. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that the, the choices the kids made on picking their their um, figures. Yes. because top, they, I was going to say, on top of everything else, Ryan Calhoun... Designs. Well, I don't think he designs, but he he, he produces minis mm-hmm. for people. So he had some of his own collection for kids to select, and you noticed, right? They many many or most of them chose necromancers <laughs> <laughs> or like evil wizards. Yes. It was really interesting because I, I thought, okay, so we had a limited choice of minifigures for the kids to choose from. No, no, that wasn't the case at all. Nope. They had about twenty. Pretty close. 15 to 20 different minifigures they could choose from. And there were characters, you know, there were, there were play, player character minifigures in there as well as these necromancers and some other evil stuff. There's a like a like a, a warthog or something like that, you know, something like that. And so, but the kids chose the necromancers and the evil wizards. The most difficult things to paint. Yes. But, <laughs> yes. but you know, it was, it was great. And I, I think our decision to shorten the time there, and like you said, it, it has nothing to do with Zeke's. But um, I thought the kids were very focused oh, these kids in their were painting so, skills. We had several of them that said, I wish we had more time. I wanted to finish my mini. Yeah. And they were, yeah, they took it seriously. And even more so this year than what I saw last year was... Oh, yeah. They were on task the, most of the time. It wasn't like... Last year there were a few that just, <laughs> oh, I'll slap some paint on this. 20 minutes, I'm done. Like a dip. <laughs> and this year, even a couple of those repeats from last year who did that last yeah, year, I remember, yeah. they focused a lot more and spent yes, that time they did. putting a little bit of pride into their work this year. Yes, yeah. 
I know, and I know exactly what you're talking about. That student did waste the paint just like he did last year, even well. though I told him not to. But <laughs> but bless his heart, he was trying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that you know. I didn't spend a whole ton of time with the kids because I spent I, I, I spent a lot of time talking to Ryan and to uh, Zeke, but every time I looked over at the kids, they were they were on on task, they were on par, just working on and, and really detailed. What I I couldn't help think was, I wonder if visiting with Cameron Johnson oh yeah the day before made a difference, like really got into their mind. How to approach painting? Yeah, I, no, I I would bet there's a connection there. I think so too. They liked what Cameron did, and it was accessible, and they were willing to give it a try. And I think it turned out better for a lot of them than they thought. Mm-hmm. So today they're willing to give it a try again. Right. And I just like I liked showing the kids, hey, look, this is for 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 us. For most people, this is a hobby. This is just something we do for fun. But look, here's a guy, Ryan Calhoun, who's made a, a career out of this. He has created his own line of paints, Cephalopod Studios. Definitely look a work, worth a look Yes. if you guys like uh, mini painting. But he's created this. He designs or produces his own minis. He goes to cons. He paints professionally. And he, as he said himself, he supports his family. He puts food on the table with this job. You know, he and then Cameron the day before would be able to tell kids, you're passionate about this game and these abilities. You could go for it. And I think it's really important for them to see, you know, Washington and even the Peoria area, it's not this huge area where you're drawing from millions of people. There are people right here in this small community mm-hmm. that are able to do this and be successful at it and make a career from it. Yes. That is... Yeah. A huge thing for them to see. I feel like a lot of our kids and Jay, you teach it a, a smaller. Jared, I'm sorry, you teach it a, a school much smaller than ours. Yeah. A, a big comment is, well, what, what can I do from a place like this? These right. two, these two men, uh, can, can are a great example of, you know, you can make an impact in the world regardless of the size of the town you come from. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I think that um, I think it, it was it was a great trip for that purpose. Yeah. Um, I, I was also really impressed. Our students our students did a lot of business for him today. They were excited to be in the <laughs> store, and man, did they bring out the wallets! <laughs> I was not expecting that. Oh, that but you is know true. What? But you know, to to speak to the camp and the excitement for the hobby. They were pumped to go there. They were pumped to go to the store. And I wondered how many of those students, even though our students live in this community and Zeke is there in the community, I felt like a lot of the kids had never been there or are only there once, you know, they've been there once or something like that. But they, a lot of the kids poured over the entire store. I looked over at the comic books and there were a couple kids over there looking at the comic books. And it was just really cool uh, to see that. Yes. Um, so I'm really glad that we kept the field trip in. I'm, I, based on yeah. the kids' feedback, it's it's something that we will continue to yeah. do. Yeah. Then we came back and we had our, our second sort of practice session. This time was combat tactics. And uh, I had designed this one. I built some terrain and uh, designed this. I, I went with CR. I, you know, 
confession as a DM, I don't feel, I still don't feel like I'm very good at balancing. So I went flat out with, I found a, 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 a combat like rating generator online okay. and thought, okay, I've got four players level, I forget what it is, level two level or three. three. Two, level You're three. Level three, yeah. You know, all right, what's the CR level of the monsters I can throw at them? And so they had to uh, deal with assaulting a high point where there were some hobgoblins and and I told and this was a, a chance for our DM track students to practice being DMs and my perspective you may not feel like this gentleman but I I, I hate the thought of a TPK and I don't want that to happen because I never feel like if, if that happens I feel like I've done something wrong and I feel like DMs need to get away from that so I told my student DMs, this is your goal. Kill them all. <laughs> I, I sat and watched one of these particular <laughs> sessions, and this DM, who, whom you have described to me previously as someone who prefers a social encounter to a combat encounter, um, she one-shot the wizard with, uh, with a crit, and then continued to pummel him with magic missile after he was unconscious in an intentional effort. She even double-checked the math on, okay, now how many hit points below zero do you have to go before you die? So to see the cold-blooded look in her eye that she was going to kill this character, yes, I think you had uh, the intended impact there. <laughs> when I heard that story and I knew which student it was, I just thought that was marvelous. It was so great. And you know what? She she has that calculating side of her. It's just usually much more gentle. But when you gave her permission for that, man, she was yeah, 100% in. The gloves came off. And I want to... I want to go back, because you, you kind of gleaned over a couple things I think are really important. First is you created terrain for all of these games, six games. And I know you posted it on, uh, on, on Instagram and you put that out there, but I know how much work that is, and so thank you for doing oh. that, because that does yeah. make a difference at the table. I yeah. was, I wanted, and, and honestly, I did want them to get the experience of playing with terrain just to see mm -hmm. if they like it. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't. I just didn't want to let that slide right by because yeah. your terrain skills have improved so much, and you are passionate about it. And you, I, like, I'm always so impressed when I go to a table that you're at, in the dungeon and you've got something set up. Mark, it is, you've been there before. Yeah, he. Yeah, it is an impressive sight to come down and see whatever our encounter is going to be set for up. sure. For sure. <laughs> um, and in the set again, in the session I watched kids were definitely fighting for that high ground. I mean, the players were scheming. We need to get up there and get the high ground. The fighter was trying to climb up, was trying to scale the wall before the DM ruthlessly lightning bolt them into smithereens. But they were trying, and it was all about that high ground and lighting this bush on fire because they knew there were some archers behind it. The terrain was... The terrain was basically like another character. Without that terrain, what the, I mean, high ground means something, but when you can see the high yeah. ground, it means so much more. Just, just in comparison, I wrote the social encounter one. There was no terrain. I just put together a story. You did the story, the, the CR, and terrain. So, I mean, well, to be fair, in a social encounter, you don't need the high ground necessarily, so... <laughs> I suppose. The moral high ground, perhaps. <laughs> yes, yes, the moral high ground. There you go. 
Well, tell us, I say, Mark, you used lightning bolt to great effect with... uh, Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm not a student, but I got the privilege of killing off a group of students today in in a setting of in this setting and it really worked well they didn't they had their time to plan and they didn't necessarily listen to I also taught the tactics session and apparently they didn't listen to what I had to say I forgot and about that that's amazing or either that or I've learned from ruthless DMs of my own or one in particular and I was able to they lined themselves up very nicely and I was able to just lightning bolt the whole party and line them all up and it took them all down except for one and then well there's another hobgoblin captain and he was next and he just went up and took care of the rest the the last standing member I, I often tell students in my class that the hard way is a perfectly acceptable way of learning things, and I think that's what your uh, that's what your players experienced today, Mark. Yeah, and I was I, I enjoyed not even holding back a little bit there because they they had their chance, and I gave them the opportunity. They moved through, but they made some poor decisions, and, and they had consequences. To be fair, not not every table. TPK. No, no. There were some that, that the players did quite well. Mm-hmm. And and part of that was just luck of the dice. Yep. Yeah. But part of it, I think, probably was strategizing a little bit. Oh. Did, so. did you guys hear how my student's table ended? She cast Lightning Bolt. Three of the four party members were down. The other one had, like, two or three hit points. And it was a life cleric, and she begged... Can we just make a roll? If we get a 20, my God, and I forget who the God was, my God resurrects all of the deceased and kills all the bad guys. And the DM, bless her heart, went with it. And would you believe that the gal got a 20? So so all the hobgoblins that you that you came up with were instantly killed oh. and all the party members were instantly restored and that's how that encounter ended. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, credit to both the player for coming up with the idea yep. and the DM for letting it happen. The student DM yeah. for giving him a shot. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was pretty fun. Oh, that's and a memorable that's, moment. Yes. <laughs> they are going to remember that. Yeah. That was great. I, and that's just so that was also the same DM that kept missile, magic missiling the, the the unconscious. <laughs> yes, that was the same so, DM who. So you know, yeah, redeemed Maybe the dice the god or the D and D gods yes. were offended previously. So it was it was a great session. The kids had a blast, and some of them went way because lunch was next. And some of those games, the kids didn't care that lunch was next. They kept playing and playing and playing. Yeah. And so, uh, so we had one student that was like, can we just get pizza and come back and finish this? I thought, I yeah. said, oh, but I'm sorry, but you've got your main, your main game. You know? Yeah. So. so they had pizza and all the games, because of timing, all the games took their pizza back to the table, which, yep. you know, there was something that was, I was, I was like, that's kind of cool because that is real D&D. That's, you yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> that really, I mean, we don't do it naturally because of, we just don't want the mess in all the rooms. Right. But it was pizza and yeah. I think, I didn't notice any messes in any no. of the rooms when we picked up. So I really liked that that kind of worked out that way. Yeah. 
So we moved into the final session. It was the end game for all the main games that have been playing the entire week. So, Jared, tell us a little bit about how your game uh, ended yes. and, and all that. This, I'm curious to hear this. This was my first time DMing. I don't want to say that Dan forced me to be a DM, but Dan kind of forced me to be a DM. He, he texted me a few weeks ago or towards the end of school and said, our D&D camp numbers are exploding and we don't have enough DMs. I know you've never done it, but um, he basically said, I know what you did and I know where the bodies are buried, so I need you to do this. So, uh... Didn't so, that to me. <laughs> So, so I did it. Um, being a Type A personality, I was very, I was very concerned about every last detail. But uh, I found it to be an incredibly enjoyable experience. I found uh, uh, my brother shared a resource manual with me that he uses when he DMs, and I found a series of adventures that I thought would work and. As a teacher, man, it just seemed like creating lesson plans. Yeah. And creating yeah. lesson plans, this is what we're going to do, and then we're going to get here. And the the adventure was written for three sessions, and this camp was four days. So I thought, mm, I don't know how this is going to work. So <laughs> so I added some extra stuff that I thought would, uh, would beef it up a little bit. And, um, of course, by the end of the third day, um, they'd almost gotten through everything. So last night, I spent about three hours trying to send uh, to extend the last session from what was going to be ten minutes into two hours. Um, we met a group of NPCs. We fought the big bad guy, defeated him. Then the NPCs turned on the party. And I have to say, uh, the the monk's face when she realized that they were turning on her was absolutely priceless. <laughs> so then this is the, the same same this is the same who magic missile to that Yeah, yeah, it's the same, it's the same, it's the same gal. So there was some justice there too. Um, but somehow against what uh, she thought was gonna happen, they managed to defeat all the NPCs and get their treasure and and beat the clock. Um, as Dan had warned me, as Tom has warned me, as my brother Jason had warned me, no matter how good your lesson plan is, your players are going to do things that you didn't expect. And so I was fortunate to be able to uh, lean on 20 years of teaching experience to, frankly, just make crap up. <laughs> um, yeah. oh, that's... Oh, you and I, you and I, like on day two, even had the conversation of you know you can't really make the you can't finalize the next day's lesson plan until that day is happened until you see how far they got. And so and you had they, an idea of where they were going to go, yeah, but you couldn't yeah. really formulate right. it until yeah. that session was done. Yeah. yeah, and being flexible, I had designed this this temple with two possible paths to the treasure room, and there were going to be three rooms on each. And I realized how quickly they got through the first couple rooms, and so instead of two possible paths with three rooms, it very quickly became one path with six rooms. <laughs> we were yep. doing theater of the mind, so the map, the inconsistencies in the map didn't matter. That one, that one player did say, now wait, geographically, how does this connect? I'm like, oh, no. it just does. 
<laughs> it's magic. It just does. I love it. But fortunately, she accepted that. And, um, so yeah, it uh, it put a lot of my uh, I put a lot of my teaching skills to use, and it was uh, an incredibly enjoyable time. And the kids that uh, the kids in this camp were so excited and so willing to go along with me. I told them I was a first time. DM, so two of the kids were helping me out. Oh, remember, this is how you do this, or, you know, this is this is how this spell works, and, and chiming in when I had that kind of deer-in-headlights look in my eye, so uh, the kids were absolutely great to work with, and, and they got a bunch of treasure and survived, so. <laughs> I, to put you on the spot, you know, we, did, we Tom and I built these, these adventure groups. Mm-hmm. So we purposely put two very experienced yeah. students and two introverted, inexperienced <laughs> students. The, so can you reflect a bit, just kind of tell us how that yeah, dynamic the, worked? Yeah, the, the difference in the personalities was apparent after about mm, 30 seconds, maybe. <laughs> um, um, I had two upperclassmen that, like you said, were very experienced. One of them has been a DM, I think you said, in your game club. Um, And two very quiet, introverted, uh, I think they're going to be sophomores. Um, They didn't have totally clear concept on their characters. In fact, they didn't even have their character sheets done for our first one. The other two totally chimed in, said, help them figure out Okay, this is where what we need to roll. This is what you need to roll. This is what you have to start with. Um, they just watching the student-student interactions. It was really great. And Tom mentioned that I teach in a small school. In a small school, everybody knows everybody's name and face. I don't know that that's necessarily the case at a school of 15, 1600. And so just to watch these older, experienced kids kind of shepherd these these young. Uh, rising sophomores through this was was really fun as a teacher as a parent uh, Good. so that was fun to see cool that's what we were hoping for yeah. is that Ex- sort of it ex- yeah. worked yeah. exactly the way we wanted it to yeah. and well, well done say, in your group design well <laughs> and I will say we're going to do feedback student feedback in here in a minute but I just while we're here I just want to say one of those students was was thoroughly confused and not sure how how they were going to like your adventure but then but then came around to like you know what the, it, what what they realized was and this is all in their feedback mm-hmm. to us is that that's not how they run an adventure and they made the realization that I need to learn how mm-hmm. this works and I bet you I'm going to put money on it next year in game club when when that student is DMing we will see some of your combat tactics <laughs> and some yeah. of your style in it. I have yeah. no doubt. That I have no yeah. doubt. She absorbs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. I didn't even know I had a style because this is the first time I've done it. But <laughs> but I appreciate yes, that very well, much. We, yeah. And we appreciate your willingness no, to do that. Absolutely. That was 100%. You, uh, you definitely got my heart rate up and I spent a couple nights like, oh my God, am I going to do this or am I not? But <laughs> I think you probably knew me well enough to know uh, he'll bitch and moan, but eventually he'll come around. So. <laughs> So yeah, you read that one right, Dan. <laughs> well, and just as a little backstory, if you've listened to Teachers in Dungeon, you'll know my D and D story. Jared is the one who brought D and D back in high school for me, and he DM'd for us, and it was a nightmare for him because once again, all of us 
kept asking way too many questions about things that were not in the module. <laughs> Sometimes us type A's, you know, we take things on just to make sure that things happen. And then these ungrateful players keep trying to make our lives miserable. <laughs> we just wanted to know the name of the gods. Yeah, it's just, that seems and as I shared with Dan last night by text, the irony that this student party ended up in a temple and my Asimar monk and my, and my druid wanted to know the name of the god that this temple was dedicated to. I was flashing back to 17-year-old Jared going, I wasn't prepared then and I am not prepared for this question now. Dear God, I haven't learned anything. That is <laughs> but, marvelous. So, yeah, it's funny how things come full circle, but... That is marvelous. Yeah. And Mark, you were, you stood in as a player for us. For the second year. I was yes. a player, yeah. And so it's, how did this go this year? Um, well, the ending wasn't nearly as exciting for me as it was last year, but that's okay. You couldn't top uh, that. No, no, I know that. But um, no, I think it went really well. The uh, DM that you brought in, mm-hmm. she's a, um, an alum did a phenomenal job, was able to keep control of the rather chaotic party because it was chaos across the board, except for my player. And There's a reason why you were in that group, I'm yeah. just going to say. Um, and But it, it went well, and great job there. And I think just knowing that some of the students outside of class, seeing them in the classroom, there was a lot of growth and a lot of maturing that has happened and gone on and was really nice to see. The campaign itself, it ended up kind of open-ended. There wasn't necessarily a nice, hmm, everything's tied up in a nice little bow. So we're not quite sure what happened with a few things. But So you're going to be getting together later this summer to wrap things up? Or? They can do whatever they would like. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm going to pass on that one myself. But. You know, that, I'm, I don't know, there's something really interesting about that that I like, that it was left open-ended. So Elise is our new DM this year. She's a graduate of our high school. And we were just, like, like you, Jared, we were in need of a DM. And so your daughter, Kate, is friends with uh, Elise and was like, would you be willing to DM? And I... I blindly said yes. You you know Elise, and she because she graduated a year before I came to the high school. Right. Okay. So I didn't I didn't know her at all. And when I when I went in day one to just sort of watch and see like how this was going to go, I knew you were there, but I just wanted to see. I was unbelievably impressed yes. by Elise's skill at handling the players, at managing NPCs, and after getting to know Elise a little bit throughout the week. I am not a bit surprised that she left things open-ended. It just seems like yes. the kind of person she is. And that's that's not a jab at all. That no. is like I think that's a skill. Yes. Like I don't know that I could I don't know that I could in good conscience say, well, we're done. We don't know this, we don't know this, we don't know this. Oh, we don't know this. <laughs> yeah, I, you're you're, you're creeping me out just listening <laughs> well, to this conversation. I, I, that's bothering me. Super cool. me. It was it, it's like um I can't really say which books or movies that I've seen that are like this, but it was 
okay, you kind of know where these characters and what that track went with, you know, these other couple ones. But there was one character went in, backstory was, you know, to assassinate the head of this island resort kind of thing. Left it off as, gets into the room, the head of the resort's there, the character's there, and that's it. Oh, we that's, just don't know oh, where. Oh, you are just, you, oh, it's, that's insane. So it's... Yeah, was I'm okay, thanks. I'll take a Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi, whichever you have. We have Diet Coke. That'd be great, thank you. So, Cinema Verite right here, folks. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> but, yep, that's where we left off. So, I, I don't know whether it was gosh. assassinated or not, whether he got away, any of those kinds of things. It was just... There's something phenomenal there. about that. I love, I love that. Like I said, I don't know that as a DM I could do that in good yeah. conscience, but I think that is that is marvelous. Oh, I, the, yeah. The hanging in me. The group I was DMing was in the same classroom as the group that Elise was DMing. That's right. I can vouch for the excitement, and <laughs> I mean, there were they were super enthusiastic, loud voices. There were times I was having to raise my voice because just because just because you guys were so excited. No, it was great. It was great, and I know that's the atmosphere that you guys were trying to create by having two sessions in the same classroom. It's, and, it's a uh, virtue of necessity, but we thought, you know, Gary Conn, yeah. places like that, mm-hmm. there's a huge space of games and games and games and games. Let the kids experience a little bit of that. There was a lot of excitement at Mark's table. I did I did feel a little bad for maybe interrupting your oh, no, game, no, no, no. but a little, not a lot. <laughs> okay, Just a little. Okay, fair enough. You seem to manage it well. <laughs> it, it couldn't have been any worse than the other side of the rooms where Will Crouch was. Will Crouch is a second. He's an alumni of our school. Yeah. He has heard a, his voice. He does our outro. That's right. That's yes. right. And so Will is a very dynamic speaker. He's a dynamic presenter. He did. He he was DM'd for us last year, and his adventure was a little different this year. Last year it was a very quiet, creepy sort of a thing. This year it was much more explosive, at least what I could tell. And good for good for him that Tyler was in there. Tyler Tyler is again another alum. Could not DM with us last year because he was interning. Uh, he's uh, at a job, and so, but this year he, he's like, I definitely want to do it next year. And so he made time. He yeah. took the whole week off. He did. And uh, he came up. Yeah, and and I said to Tyler, I said, I'm, I'm so sorry. He goes, No, this is good. He goes, Will is like challenging me, keeping oh, me going, like cool. lifting me up, making me want to work harder. And so I thought that was super cool. Although I have to say, watching Tyler's games, I didn't feel like he really needed to work any harder. No. He was he was rocking it. It's a different style, but it's just as engaging. Yes. So, yeah, it is. It was amazing. Yeah. So, a lot of a lot of excitements. We talked about earlier in the week. You know, the ebb and flow of the of the just the the voices coming from the hallways from the rooms. I was gonna say, yeah, we're we're here at a half hour mark at our podcast. We can kind of. You know, what are our big takeaways from what big picture things did we notice from the week? I, I mean, I'll jump in because I mean, ahead. I may have more to say. I don't yeah, know, go ahead. But right now, um, we we had a few a few players repeat. Actually, quite a lot. Most of the nine from last year came back. Yes, and there were some that, to be just cruelly blunt, 
did not add to the experience last year, mm-hmm. and they came back, and and we thought, well, you know, 27 kids now, maybe they'll just blend in, whatever. And I think, without exception, every single one of them made the camp better. And, and some of them, yeah. I was absolutely shocked. That's awesome. And it was so, you know, as a teacher, just sort of, it just tears me up even to think about it. You know, we've got a kid that that last year, and even during game club, did everything he could as a D, D&D player to destroy a campaign. <laughs> he thought that was fun. That's just what he did. And there was not... So my character a, would do it. Yes. And, and yeah, we purposely put Mark in the campaign he was going to be in yeah. to just smack the crap out of him if he needed it. But, and I did a couple times, but... But start to finish in every other aspect, he was focused, he was bought in, he wanted... He was going to do whatever the, you know, if we're going to paint, he's going to try to paint well. Yes. Mm-hmm. It just every single thing he did, he was just a changed person. And I, I don't want to take credit for that, that our camp did it, but whatever caused the change, he was showing us. And that was cool. All the way to the point where on the bus back from Zeke's Comics and Games, I sat across from him and he said, hey, Mr. Gross, so like... I graduate next year, so like, am I? Is this the last year I get to do summer camp? And I said, actually, no. This you can do summer camp the year you graduate, and that's and that'll be it. And he's like, yes, I can do this again. And then he said, what about like when I'm in college or after? Like, I'm gra- Can I come back and DM for game club? <laughs> And I was like, you know what? The, the probability of that is very high. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, after this week, you betcha. Yeah. You betcha, dude. Yeah. I am yeah. so impressed with how far you've come since you started, joined, since you joined Game Club and you did this. I was thoroughly impressed. Yeah. I really like that takeaway. Oh, I was going to say, throughout the whole week, especially since I was a part of this last year, seeing that growth, same kinds of things. Um, And not just in the students who didn't add things last year, but the ones that did add things, just even their maturing and their growth and their adding to role play this year, which they weren't good at last year. Mm -hmm. Um, There is so much growth with those students. And what that does, it makes me excited to see how all these younger students will be back next year and the year after, how it can really grow and improve over the coming years. As someone who doesn't teach in the Washington district, um, one of my thoughts is I'm kind of disappointed that I'm not going to see these kids in the hallway Mm. this coming year just because of the relationships and I know that sounds weird after no, just that doesn't sound weird at all. after just spending eight hours around the table with them but I feel connected to these kids yeah. um, and then tied to that is I would love to see my own students uh, experience something like this and I very foolishly like halfway through day two of the camp, when these, when Dan and Tom are right in the middle of it, I went up to Dan and said, hey, I was thinking last night, what if my school and your school partnered up for this next year, right? Because that's what he wants to think about at that moment. Um, but uh, just, just looking forward to how 
maybe maybe there's yeah. a way that 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 students from our little school and, and and Washington could work together. Just thinking about the relationships that could develop between the kids, between the kids and the staff. That just that just warms my heart. So yeah. very. Uh, I'm very glad that I allowed Dan to uh, sort of browbeat and blackmail me into doing this. <laughs> well, to tie into that, I look at this camp and I feel like it was the perfect alignment of people coming in, like personalities coming in to make it what it was. You know, the, we had a, a dice maker, Jamie, from just across the river that came in just she could only give us a day, but she was so excited to be there, and the kids loved it. Oh, and you could tell, because I sat in on that session a lot, you could see the excitement and the passion she has for doing that, and yeah. that was that was really neat to yeah. see. It never occurred to me that one could make dice at home. <laughs> I mean, I was yes. like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. You buy them from a factory. You're yes. doing this in your, in your kitchen or your garage? <laughs> Crazy talk. What madness is this? I know. And, and we saw one, we had kids write responses, and we had one kid say, I love that, I have a die now that I made, and that made meant more to me. I mean, it's special now because I made it. And so that was awesome. And Cameron, the way those, we had kids just, just so excited to be able to meet him and work with him. And he's so personable that immediately they just felt at ease. And and Zeke and, and Ryan, they, you know, those kids wanted to paint. They wanted to be there. Our DMs, who every single one of them created a world for these kids for four days, but they didn't want to leave. And you could just see, and, and all, I mean, credit to the students, too. We had a vast majority of them come in, ready to jump in, ready to buy in. And that's not all that typical for high school kids. You gotta sell them on it first. (laughs) And they came in ready to go. Especially, like, and I know I've heard you say this before, Tom, but in the summer, when they could be sleeping in, when they could be doing so many other things, and they're excited to be back at the school doing something with teachers yes again again as an outsider to this district to me that just it makes such so clear the relationships that dan and tom and mark have made with their students and the impact that something as simple as a game club has made in these students lives and how they tell their friends about it and talk about it um the things you guys are doing here just honestly blow me away. It was that's cool to hear. I I had one one of a couple of the kids from my DD group and game club. I talked into this, and I gotta admit, I was like, oh, I don't know if they're gonna like it, particularly because <laughs> we split them up and didn't let them play together. Mm-hmm. And I, in their feedback, one of them in particular said, thank you for. Thank you for letting me have this one last great experience because she's graduated. Oh. You know, it was a perfect way for her to end. I thought, that is cool. That that makes it, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's such a cliche, but it makes it worthwhile. It yeah. was. Yeah. Wow. I, I still have to give my, <laughs> I'm sorry, my, my takeaway. No, 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 that's fine. I just, I'm, I'm 
I have to before we started recording, we were talking we were talking about another subject, and I kept talking about myself as I'm that one guy <laughs> of certain directions uh, of just like emotion and whatnot, and I'm struggling to not like emotionally get involved in this. I can because, see it on your face because I, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. like that's what we do this for. You know, we do this to make it a positive impact on kids. And the reason I have a game club is because I want to give kids a reason to be part of this school community. Yeah. Not just a gaming community, but a part of a school community. Right. Yeah. So that when they go to college, they can look for friends that do the same thing that makes a connection there. And then when they yeah. get a career or a job or maybe even in their families, they're like, you know, I, I can't wait to teach my kids how to play this game that I learned in high school, wherever they learned it, you know. And so all the things all three of you are saying just, just touch me to the core about, you know, tell me, I guess, that I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> so, thank yeah. you. And I'm glad you all talked about the kids, because I'm not going to talk about the kids in my takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because I thought I might get a little emotional. But, um, to me, the takeaway is more of, Dan, what you and I have done. I'm, I'm going to pat myself on the back a little yeah. bit, but I also do it, I also do it with my Star Wars day. And that is, like, as a librarian, I've always had this, like, connection to, like, bringing the community into the school. I always feel like the schools are such an important part of a community, but a lot of times people outside the school only see it as all those teenagers. I can't believe, when people tell me, oh, I can't believe you work with high schoolers, I'm just like, I get what you're saying, but I don't. Because yeah. they're part of, they, they live, yeah. they live in your community. And so, and so I, I do the game club for that. And so it's so important to me to bring the community into the school. And so I do that with the Star Wars Day. I invite people in. Cameron Johnson comes to my Star Wars Day and, and so many other community members. So this year we made that a real focus to bring as many outside people as we can in to talk to the students. And we talked about how does this camp can Dan, I'm looking at Dan. You can't see that on the, on the podcast. But Dan and I talked about how, what's the next steps for this camp? I don't know if we can triple the numbers again. I don't know that we can handle tripling the numbers. Our space doesn't Bite allow for that. So I think the population that we have for this camp is really good. 27 to 35, we can manage that. Yeah. And I think we can reach that again next year. I don't think without any problem, especially, Jared, if, if you're able to muster some kids from your school to bus them over and, and, and take part in this, I can't when So Dan brought that to me. You mentioned it, it, it like on day two. You mentioned it. To, so Dan brought that to me on day two. Yeah. And, <laughs> see, this is the difference. I was like, yay, yes, more kids. <laughs> and his eyes looked hunted. I, I went to my God, I'm glad to I my wasn't head. in the room when you yeah. said that. <laughs> and, I, and I scratched my head and I thought, well, last year we had talked about, like, down the road, wouldn't it be cool to invite kids from other schools yeah. to come into this? Yeah. To me, in my mind, that was, that's still down the road. <laughs> but, but you said that to me. I scratched my head. I'm like, you know what? I have a hard time seeing that right now because we're full right now. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, no. We can. We've got eight kit. We got eight slots because we can hold two more games in our camp. Beyond that, we're gonna have to find okay. a different space. 
Okay. So absolutely, we can take your yeah. kids. And if you if you say to us next year, you know, I think I can get 12 kids, we lower our cap. Or we, we, we figure go to the out... Or we go to the... Yeah, or, or we figure out a different... There's a, there are... I, this year we couldn't have done it because of the construction, but there are right. so many other places within the building we that could, things could happen. You're a so, thousand yeah. percent right. Yeah. You know, I think about, like, our homeroom could be the, the food lab. Right. And, and we... The, I would say, and we have an administration that is like, great, do it. We we'll do. work around you. I can't sing the praises of our administration more yeah. in support of our, our superintendent came up and spent about a half hour just watching games. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And we had, we had another administrator come up and watch. Our 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 SRO came up. Mm. Our you know our 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 student re, our student resource officer came up on Monday, and when I was teaching, he's standing in the back in his uniform and all that. <laughs> I'm like, there he is. Yeah, there he is. Um, but we had a lot of visitors come up and watch the games just out of curiosity and just to see kids involved in school activities in the summer. Yeah. Um, but so. The takeaway to me is we we succeeded in bringing people from the outside. Yeah, I'm afraid I'm going to yeah. miss some people, so help me out. But we had Andrew Kaywood join us. We had from Canada from Canada virtually yeah. uh, online, which was which was great. Talk to our DMs. Mm-hmm. We had um, Michael Johnson from Limitless uh, Adventures Five E. He drove over 40 minute drive for him that day, mm-hmm. and he stayed the whole day with us. That was and, cool. And and work with us in helping the kids create characters. Taught his session, sat in my session on backstory. It was great to have him there. And then we had Jamie, we've talked about the dice uh, dice maker. Yep. Um, Jason Gross from the Chicago right. area came down. Yep, and talked to our DMs again about the combat tactics, uh, which, was, which was marvelous. Yes. And you know, we as all teachers, sometimes the kids need to hear a, a voice different than what we do you know, in, in yeah. the classroom. Yeah. You know, sometimes, yeah. you know, I, I'm not saying anything, patting myself on the back or anything here, but I have a lot of teachers coming into their classrooms for certain things, and they're like, I've already talked to the kids about this, but I want them to hear from someone else. Yes. As a librarian, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. You know, I'm here for that second person to give a message. Yeah. Yeah. But when you bring someone from the community, yeah. I think it makes a big impact. Yeah. You know, we talked about you know how, how interesting the kids were in Cameron. Now, besides the fact that Cameron's an amazing talent, is a rising star in the comic industry, he's a different voice that the kids don't hear. Zeke and Ryan Calhoun, you know, they're, they're, community, they're community leaders and business owners of the community, but the kids don't see them all, you know, all the time, and so it's good for them to see that. So next year, one of the things that we talked about is, you know, the way we make this camp grow is we continue to bring more experts in to talk to the kids and make them feel like they are getting a bang for their buck and a bang for their time. Yeah. And so yeah. I felt like we really succeeded in it this year, and I just can't wait to see how that grows. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for it too. Did we get everybody? Was there any other other? I think, nope. need, I think we got them. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. All I would say is that I agree with you, Tom. Just speaking as a parent, and I think that you guys probably know too. I try to tell my own kids whatever. They don't listen to me, but <laughs> somebody else can come in, tell yep. them the exact same thing. They listen. So just to yep. reiterate. Yeah, bringing those other people in. Yup. Will <laughs> yeah. probably can make a difference. Yeah. And you know, they, 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 they watch us DM all through the school year. So, like, Jared bringing you in, 
you know, clearly to our one student, had never seen, not that never, but had not really experienced the type of DMing that you had brought in, mm -hmm. helped her grow. And no kidding, I, we're going to see some 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 action like that in in her uh, in her campaign this year. I have no doubt about it. It was it was fun. The, the, yeah. we had we asked students for feedback. They, they took a lot of time to write, and it was so I don't know, just just affirming to hear them and see they they loved it. They absorbed it. It's it, it's going to leave a lot. They can't wait to come back. I mean, you guys asked the question, will you sign up next year? One of them said, I already would if you would give me the form. I mean, they, these kids are excited. You guys really you guys really made an impression on, on these kids this week. Well, thank you. All of you did. Yes. Yeah, everyone did. Our DMs, all of our guests. Yeah. None of this happens without YouTube. Yeah. Well, we appreciate that. And... Um, I forgot where I was going to go with that. I was going to say something else. But you know what? It's It's been a wonderful week. It's funny that day one, day two, day three, we did this, and I felt so tired. But today, at the end of camp, I feel rejuvenated. I feel like I want to keep going. I want to keep... I don't want, to, I don't want them to come back tomorrow. But I want to keep going. I want to plan something bigger for next year. I'm ready to start looking at the schedule. How can we, how can we add more yeah. to this camp without adding more hours? Right. Yeah. I think it's just... Pack you, you, said it, you said it so perfectly about, like, end when it's at a high point. What was that? End when... You, you, still you end it when it's still fun. Yeah. End it when it's still yeah. fun. And yeah. I think the kids... Did you notice how every day the kids sort of loitered around a little they more? They run out of there. No. And no. a little more. And, and I'm like, you guys, do you have rides out there? Well, yeah. <laughs> and today, I think we had so many kids wanting to help pick up because they just didn't want to leave yet. I, yeah. I felt a little bit like I did last year when, or when we left Gary Connor Gen Con. Yes. I was just no, going to say I'm that. Like, oh, it's there was like this sort of magical space here, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and now it's gone. It's we've got the memory, but I heard a kid call his mom this afternoon and tell her, um, "Yeah, I know you're downstairs. I'll be there shortly. We're still." And I'm like, "You're just standing there talking." I mean, I just they were just, <laughs> but I mean, two thirds of the group didn't leave after you dismissed them. I honestly thought. Did they not hear that they've been dismissed? But of course they did. They just couldn't stop talking about what they'd done, what they'd experienced, and what they'd seen, and how they felt about it. Yeah. And and that credit goes to both of oh, Dan and Tom. That's absolutely. that's you guys. You got that right. Putting a lot of heart and soul yep. and time into planning and doing. The kid this. lied to his mom because of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well honestly, that yeah, I love listening to after every, whether it was a practice session or, you know, kids were coming in just buzzing about, I did this, but then they did that, so I had to fix it with this, and I tried this, and, you know, they, yeah, it was fun. I didn't want to rush kids afterwards. I just no, wanted really. them to have that opportunity to share, because what's better, you know, we've talked about this many times, on, when we play, when our staff group plays on a, on a weekend, that next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we spend so much time like, oh, no, let's let's set the scene. Or uh -oh. Tom, Monday morning, has stuff to do, 
want all of the teacher players to send on him in the library. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> He's a librarian. They know that's where we're going to decompress and talk about everything that happened. Yeah, and so I just wanted to give the kids that opportunity. Yes. And, and it is, it, you know, when we see the same thing in game club throughout the school year. Yeah. In, in September, October, even in November, the 4.30 time comes, they get up, they leave, yeah. and they're out. But when you get into January, February, March, it's like, guys, you gotta, you gotta leave. Yeah. Go yeah. in the hallway. Yeah. Step out the door. Yeah. Because they're just talking. You know, they're yeah. not screwing around. They're right. not, yeah. you know, they're not doing anything bad. Right. They're just talking about the games and the, yeah. how exciting they are. And that's that's why I do it. Yeah. That's why I love doing this. And that's why I I hope that that if you're listening and you're thinking, man, this sounds like something that I'd like to do at my school or in my community and through a community center, a park district, a library. Let us know. Send yeah. us an email, teachersinthedungeon at gmail.com. We would love to talk to you about it. Yeah. This August in Indianapolis, we will be at Gen Con, the trade day, on Wednesday, August something. Second? I don't remember the date. The first Wednesday in August. The first Wednesday in August. Look it up, folks. We'll be there. We're going to present and talk about this experience. We're going to talk about uh, just the summer camp in general. And, uh, and so if you can make it to that, we would love to have you there. By all, by all means, to see you face-to-face, to answer your questions face-to-face. But if you can't be there and you're not, like I said, email us, and we would be happy to answer questions. Yes. Um, or if you have comments or thoughts on ways that we can improve this camp, um, maybe you're out there thinking, you know what? I can I could help in some way. We would love to hear from you because we have so many supporters in, in many different levels from from people like Mark and Jared who, who come and help at the camp, from people who financially give to this camp and help us financially, to people who donate items for the prizes. We had tons and tons of prizes. They loved that. They, they did. certainly did. <laughs> yes, they we did. gave away prizes every single day. And man, we I, I wanted to make sure that we go, got through all of our end notes of the day before we did prizes because I knew the minute the prizes came out, man, we, we wouldn't have them. They're not listening. <laughs> but that support all the way to the comments that we get, you yeah. know, just from you on social media, you know, this looks so cool, whatever. Those things just fill us up and yeah. make us want to do it again. So thank you so much for listening and thank you for so much for giving those comments. Any final thoughts before we sign off? I think the key to Tom's feelings at the moment is that he's about three beers deep here. So <laughs> that's me. He's two deep. Oh, he's only two deep. Okay. Okay. You know what? You I know wind- that's going to get edited out, but I was going to say it. Well, anyway. you know, you always have to wind down after something like this. And so <laughs> for yes, sure. it's great to just relax yeah. And, and, yeah. and talk with you guys. And so yeah. thank you so much to all of you for joining us. So for Dan Rehm, Mark Kugler, Jared Gross, I am Tom Gross. Not so, related. Not related. No related. But Jay is related to you. Jay is my brother. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, keep rolling those 20s, and we'll see you then. And that wraps up today's session. So thank you for listening to Teachers in the Dungeon. We appreciate you and your feedback. Until the next time we see you in the dungeon, we hope you roll high on those saving throws. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear what happens in the adventure, subscribe to the podcast. Have questions, thoughts, or ideas? Check the show notes for our website and our contact information. This podcast is not affiliated or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or any other third-party Dungeons & Dragons entity. Teachers in the Dungeon is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. 
All names and sounds and any other related items are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders in the U.S. or abroad. The official Dungeons & Dragons website can be found at www.dnd.wizards.com.